Sunday Gravy. Welcome to Sunday Gravy. This is a podcast based on recent sermons of High Point Community Church, as well as anything else that just happens to be on our mind. If you would like to contact us, you'll find all of our information at highpointcommunitychurch.org or highpoint.community. And now on with the show. All right, today is Monday, August 29th, and we're coming to you to review Sunday, August 22nd here at High Point. Hello, fellas. Hello, hello. Good day. Hello. Hello. <laughs> That's Mr. Ragsdale uh, on the delay. Uh, so, yeah, how was y'all's weekend? Y'all have a good weekend? It was good. It was good. It was a birthday weekend for me. And yeah, it was. Big shout out to everybody. Thank you for all the birthday wishes on all the social media platforms and shout out to my family who, uh, yeah. What'd you get? What'd you get for your birthday? Okay. So other than what I gave you, well, I'll I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I got surprised the whole weekend and I don't know if it's because I'm being distracted by life, but I just absolutely got shocked. Like even today, y'all shocked me today. Like I was not expecting that at all to have donuts and, you know, a gift gift card and Matt's birthday and too. Matt's birthday too. Matt's birthday coming up Friday, Friday. this Friday. We close. We he's close. Be, he's the oldest thirty year old I know. Oh, there's no doubt. <laughs> there's no doubt. Almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, it was a good weekend. My family cooked for me, and you know, and uh, they uh, they basically just kind of you know just shocked me again. Like I just like. Saturday, of course, Brownie was gone this whole weekend for the at the women's retreat that our church was doing, and mm-hmm. so I kind of went. I went and played golf in a golf tournament uh, with the Free Will Baptist Association. Really? Yeah, it was something that uh, Greg Davis, who works with us here, he got me in on that, and I hadn't played in a while. It was a two man scramble. Have you ever played a two man scramble? I've always played a four man, but I've never free will Baptist tournament. Y'all just get free- as many mulligans as you want. Oh, just free will. Well, no, you had to pay for it. <laughs> they made you pay for it. <laughs> I'm actually playing a two man on Thursday. Really? Yeah. I didn't know y'all were okay. so, both they, such big golfers. They do. Oh man, they do a two man scramble every Thursday, nine holes only at Horse Creek. At five o'clock every Thursday. Oh, Cam- oh, I knew that. Cameron Soulsby's been begging me to go for like two months, so I'm finally taking him Cam- up on it. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you how. I mean, sh- it's a shocker, but like I watch golf. Like Same. I actually watch it. Like I wow. watched McElroy win it all. Like oh yeah, I'm think you got to understand that eight, first prize eighteen million, and then it goes down from there. So like I was watching like Cantley and. Some of these guys, mm-hmm. uh, I think it was Justin Smith, they were battling it out for like fourth and fifth position. And in just the whether you come in fourth or fifth, like this is the whole FedEx thing, you know. Yeah. And um, and so like that one putt, like if he made it, he comes in fourth versus fifth, and that putt was worth a million dollars. Like wow. can can you imagine the nerves? Like this putt is either going to be a million dollars more or a million dollars less. Yeah. And so I was just watching that crazy stuff, but, but like, uh, but yeah, man, you watch that and then you think you're going to go out on a tournament yeah, I don't, and just yeah. light it up. I don't, I, I used to, I've played a lot of golf, but mm-hmm. I haven't played golf in a long time. Mm-hmm. So it's been like years since right. I played golf, but like 
year, years. And then the last, probably the last four or five times I've went to play golf, it's been in that, okay, I haven't played golf in three years and I go out and play and literally don't touch a club until I get out there to the tournament. Cause yeah. somebody pulled me into. Yeah. And that's happened like, right. You know, so since I've regularly played golf was before you ever knew me. Right, right. Like it's been 15 years since I regularly played golf. Well, there's only thing there's only one thing worse than watching golf and that's listening to third guys talk about golf. So let me get off of this and say <laughs> say that I came home from playing golf and I was literally thinking I was going to be at my house all by myself all day. And then I come walking in and my in-laws are there, my daughters are there, my sons are there. Surprise. I mean, it really was. And they, they were cooking dinner. They had presents on the table and all that kind of stuff. So it was pretty awesome. What'd you get? So what I got, <laughs> always always get money from the in-laws. So that's nice. Yeah. So, you know, lunch is on me. But then I got from the kids, they got me a shirt. And, uh, and then I got surprised again because when Brownie came home from the thing, I thought she was pitched in on the shirt deal because it was a super nice shirt adidas and then she come walking in and she's like hey i got one more present for you and i was like what and i opened it up and it was a whole brand new set of apple AirPods. really was it is it the pros some, oh it's the pros really yeah or the sound isolation or the oh, noise reduction all that i want some of those I, got I bought I bought this pair on uh, Amazon. It's like an off brand of those, and they're great for cutting grass because, like, oh yeah, it blocks yeah. out all the sound, and so I can ride around and listen to. I don't listen to music, but yeah. I listen to p- podcasts or whatever, and mm-hmm. so uh, this is perfect for that. But then I my right one, it it's it's like stop charging, and I guess that's what I get for buying off brand stuff. Mm. Anyway, well, the one thing that I did I wasn't ready for was this whole. I didn't even realize this, but Apple's come out with like these fast chargers. Have you seen this? Um, you know no, what I'm talking about? no. But most people don't know if you're ever in like a hurry or you know, like oh, my phone's dead, but I got to leave the house in an hour. If you put your phone on airplane mode and charge it, yeah, it charges way faster. Yes, pro tip. No, I'm talking about like. My wife and son knew about this because they had just got new phones or like upgraded their phones. That they're now it's a new charger that Apple comes out with. It's the block and it has an interesting, a different type of cord. Now it's the same connection, but it's a different type of cord. But it only works with this fast charger. But literally, the block itself is about fifty dollars. Whoa! And then all of a sudden. <laughs> Well, I was really impressed. I mean, literally, it's like... <laughs> I just it, didn't tell my face. But it charges in half the time. Like, you're at full mm. charge in half the time. Mm. So... I feel like that can't be good. I don't know. I... Because my... Like, do, do y'all get when you... Like, I don't... Usually, I won't have to plug my phone up until, like, at night. When, like, right before I go to bed. Because they say if you leave your phone on the charger all the time. Right. It'll, well, so mine, like, every now and then, if I wake up in the middle of the night, I have to, like, go to the bathroom. I'll come back and look at my phone just to see what time it is. And it'll yeah. be, like, scheduled to be finished charging by 5 a.m. or whatever. Do y'all get those two? Yeah, sometimes. I feel like it has to be a slow charge or else it'll mess up the well, battery. I think, I think you have to be disciplined enough to put your phone on charge when you go to sleep, which is not something I do. So when I wake up in the morning and I realize I did not charge my phone overnight, being able to charge it super fast before I leave, that's huge. Yeah. So, wow. but anyway, so yeah, I've got, I got, uh, 
I got the AirPods and cool. People. I went to a toy ball football game. That's all I did. How'd that go? Hot. Mm. It went hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What happened to the weather we had last week? I know. I was just. I was starting to get excited that it was going to be cool, and now all of a sudden it's just like mm-hmm. scorching again. Psych. Yeah. Why were you at a toy bowl? My my youngest daughter cheers for okay. Oh, the okay. park. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So I've got one cheers for park, one cheers for middle school, one cheers for high school. Do y'all get a lot of football players ejected from <laughs> toy bowl level? I wouldn't go in there. I thought she was going to let it go. <laughs> I, I cut, thought I'd bring it up before you guys did. I cut my grass, finally. I cut my grass, too, on Friday. Mm. I think I cut mine on Friday. Friday afternoon. It was either, yeah, Thursday or Friday. One. Are you going to talk about that, or can I just go ahead? No, go ahead. <laughs> what? No, I'm not going to talk oh, about oh, it. Oh, I thought I was, you were going to bring it up. No, I wasn't going to. I was okay. let it go. You, you, yeah, you done okay. done it now. Put, well, I mean, I would just wonder. You got to talk about it. I didn't realize. Mm-mm-mm. I just didn't realize how famous you could be, become by being ejected from a football game. Well, I think it's being amplified in your head by just the fact that people are talking to you. Because I had no idea. I didn't either. Okay. Yeah, I had no idea. Like we had people texting us who weren't at the game while we were at the game, going, "I cannot believe your son just got ejected from the football game." <laughs> they didn't say it like that. They did. did. Like accusatory. Like, I can't believe. No, like, he's a preacher's kid. I can't believe the preacher's kid got ejected. I can't believe, yo, what kind of church are you? What kind of church? (laughs) What are you teaching these kids? Violence. Hey, stuff happens on field. I blame video games. Stuff happens on field. Shit does. (laughs) Well, anyway, he'll, uh. He'll be better because of it. Absolutely. We <laughs> learn through our mistakes. Mm-hmm. So yes. last week we we introduced this idea of a new segment. Then we asked for uh, feedback on what we would call it for, you know, we read news headlines. Right. And uh, sometimes odd, sometimes serious. And we went with a funny one last week. And I've got another just kind of odd one, not necessarily funny. But we asked for names and we got a few responses because I threw out the names. Real Reaction, Genuine Joey, Candid Clergy. <laughs> Say that again. Say that again. That was my favorite. Say that Say again. Say that again. But the suggestions that we got, a couple that we got were uh, True Takes. That's, that's a good that's name. That's not bad. I like that. I like and that. then the other one was Say What with, with an exclamation point and a question mark, which I read as Say, Say What. <laughs> so I think I just like that. for a humor standpoint, we're, we're, leading in that, we're leaning in that direction. I, I like it without the T. Say what? what? I like that because honestly, if you said if you gave me something super like crazy, I'd be like, "Say what? Say what? Say that again?" Yeah, I like that. So I, I'll look for a sound effect. But are y'all cool with that? Y'all cool I'm, with that? I'm name? down with that. Say what? <laughs> yeah. I'm good. All right. So here here's your headline for today. Okay. Joey Chestnut. Y'all know who that is? Yeah. Who's that? <laughs> Dude, who is that not? That Who's is that the not? hot dog he's, eating champion. He's the greatest athlete of this or any That's generation. Right. <laughs> Every 4th of July. So is this the guy that put the guy in the headlock? He is. Yeah, this, okay. this past one. He yeah. put the okay. guy in the headlock. Okay. Joey Chestnut breaks popcorn eating world record in Indiana. I believe it. You're kidding me. I yeah. believe it. 100%. You know, he, he, he uh, holds record for eating more than just hot dogs. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He holds he holds quite a few. I didn't I should I should have looked him up. I should have done a little bit more prep, but I didn't. Um but 
uh, top here. I'll read you just first a little bit of the okay. article. Top rated professional eater. Man, that is such an awesome title, by the way. <laughs> like, there's a lot of people going to die without that title. I know. You know. I think I should have that title, even though I've never stood on a stage and ate stuff. Uh-huh. Um, top rated professional eater. I bet you. I bet you. I know one that you don't because I watched a YouTube video about it one time. One what? A like a world record of like something he's eaten in like a record time. Uh, I know he did. Um, bo- was it boiled eggs? Dang it! <laughs> really? Is that the one? I guess like it right out of the yes. gate. It was like a hundred. Come on, and something. man! You got to come harder than that. But wait, 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 wait! It was like a hundred and something hard boiled eggs in under. I want to say it was like under like eight minutes or something like that. All right, it may have been like oh, seven. Yeah. Y'all got me. Y'all got me curious now. Well, while while we're doing that, do you, you do realize that he may be coming to Alabama. Really? And here's why. Are you ready for this? Yeah. I got breaking news for you. Major League Eating World Banana Pudding Championship coming to Alabama. Banana Pudding Championship. It's coming. Okay, let me let me give you a let me give you a quick rundown. If there's any of them that you're curious about, just let me know and I'll give you the quantity. Here's some uh food world records that Joey Chestnut holds, which hold on, I didn't finish. He ate um 32 servings of 24-ounce popcorn in eight minutes. Man, that right there would do a number on your digestive system. Well, <laughs> any you, of this would. Yes. But popcorn is rough on the colon, in case y'all you, didn't know. <laughs> it's pretty rough. On it the is rough on the colon, seriously. <laughs> My gastro doctor told me that because, I'm a, you know, I'm a big popcorn guy. I like popcorn. Yeah, you do. He Obviously, he holds the record for Nathan's Hot Dogs, hard-boiled eggs, glazed donuts, how many glazed donuts do you think in eight minutes? In eight minutes? How many glazed donuts? Mm. Mm. It's probably more than you would think because they kind of break down, like if they're hot glazed donuts, they probably break down a little I'm bit in say. your mouth. But it's also like bread, so it expands once it hits your stomach. Yeah. So if you turn that hot now sign on and Krispy Kreme, I wouldn't mind making a run at it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say at uh, least I'd say probably at least fifty. I was gonna say more than fifty. That's a pretty good guess. Fifty five. Fifty five. Fifty five and eight minutes. Anyway, here's yeah. some here's some things that, like I said, if you're curious about one of them, just let me know. Uh he holds a record for the hot dogs, boiled eggs, glazed donuts, pulled pork sandwiches, <laughs> roll time taco taco bell, soft shell beef tacos, chick, <laughs> chicken wings, and long form, by the way, long form chicken wings, <laughs> crystals hamburgers. Crystal's hamburgers. How, how many of those do you um, And here's the thing I don't understand. I don't understand how they come up with these numbers because some of them are just like eight minutes, 10 minutes, 12 minutes. One of them's 32. To be fair. 32 minutes. You just, well, you just go until you can. But, <laughs> but aren't some of those like, like commercials? Like he's doing it for the – like I think the Crystal Burgers thing is it was a commercial. Like not, it's eight minutes. They so paid not, him to see how many he could eat. It's like a – it's a how promotional many, thing. Okay, how many Crystal's hamburgers in eight minutes? First off, it's Crystal. No S. It's Crystal. Crystal's. It's Crystal. No, no, but it's Crystal's hamburgers because like it's possessive. They, Crystal owns the hamburgers. <laughs> They're their hamburgers. <laughs> it's Crystal hamburgers. Crystal's hamburgers in eight minutes. How many? <laughs> so, 
How many? Uh, uh, I bet I would say probably at least 50. Because he ate 55 glazed donuts. See, I think where the donuts get you is what you're talking about. They expand. But, they expand. you know, Crystal's so hamburgers got bread on them, too. More. I bet he ate more than. <laughs> but the but I tell you, the uh, where the uh, how, uh, the how, glazed donuts get you on the sugar, man. You'll get yourself in a in a, <laughs> in a diabetic coma. You'll be you have you some hypoglycemia. I've had three this morning, and I feel like I'm there. <laughs> you had three donuts this morning? <laughs> yeah. Uh all right, that the crystal. What y'all's guess? Let's see who gets close. Hold on, um, the hamburgers are really small, right? Oh my goodness! Are you seriously asking that? Are like we... you've never had one? No, I've had one. It's just been a really long time. Oh my goodness, man! Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ninety. Well, give me the, ninety hamburgers. Give me ninety. That, give There's me that no number. Way. Give me that number five of them five cheese crystals and the chili cheese. No, <laughs> I'm all on that. I'm gonna go. I'm no, gonna go ninety. Going, man, twelve sack full is what I do. Uh man, there's no way he ate ninety. There's I bet. No I bet. I bet. I bet he ate. I bet he was in the sixties. How many? How many hot dogs? What's his record for hot dogs? Hot dogs is a ten minute competition, and his record is seventy six. Yeah. Okay, there's less bread on a hamburger than there is a hot dog. So yeah, something. I bet it's. I bet it's ninety, somewhere right around ninety. No. In eight minutes, so it's less. It's less time on the. On the crystal, crystals hamburgers, one hundred and three. Let's go. No. How about that? What? Don't underestimate my boy Joey. No, <laughs> the greatest athlete of this arena <laughs> generation. Uh, one hundred and three. We call them gut busters for a reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> gut grenades. What kind of bathroom do you think he has? <laughs> that was a gut atomic. Let me, you think it's like a palace? All right, let me give you some more stuff. He holds a record on. Shrimp wontons, <laughs> what? Three hundred and ninety in eight minutes. Good Lord. Uh, mutton sandwiches, Ugh. Twinkies. No. How many Twinkies in six minutes? Six minutes. Twinkies. Oh my goodness! I know there's a lot of bread. I, I, We're I, spending I, way too much time on this. Yes, I'd probably say if if he hit I bet hundred something. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be a hundred something. One twenty one. That just uh, that just ain't right. Chicken wings, not in the long form, but also in in the uh, basically like a, uh, I don't know what the term they would put on this, but like an intensive, like in other words, what's the most you can eat in a day? <laughs> anyway, he holds that record, 413. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Big Macs, tamales, grilled cheeses, grilled cheeses, pastrami sandwiches, ice cream sandwiches, um... Hostess donuts, so like the little donuts. Ooh, wait, ice you know cream what? sandwiches? Yeah. That's got to be hard on the teeth. Yeah, oh. six minutes. What do you think it would be? Six minutes. Mm. Ice mm. cream sandwiches. I don't know. I feel like he, I don't know. Unless he's just got like teeth and gums of steel, it's, I bet it can't it's be over 50. It's got to be under 100. I bet it ain't over 50. Six minutes. Six minutes. I bet it ain't over 50. Yeah, it's, it's actually one of his less impressive ones, but it's still impressive. 25 and a half. Good grief. Huh. But that is the record. Sausage and cheese kaloshes no. and pepperoni rolls. You know what I think about? Just the name pastor, of you. My reaction to all that. Is, is this the story, by the way? Am I supposed to react to this? Yeah. Okay. My reaction is this. What in the world would I say as his pastor at his funeral? <laughs> think about that. He lived life. He lived to the fullest. <laughs> and boy, did we never have leftovers at the church pile. That's baby. cheesy. The abundant life. That's cheesy. That's low-hanging fruit. 
Uh, he, by the way, the popcorn record that he said he said it at um, in like let's see, it was anyway. He did it at a minor league baseball game, like on the field. Yeah, yeah. In front of everybody. I'm telling you, it's oh. all promotional, man. Yeah. Anyway, so do y'all not like banana pudding? Uh, we've been through this. That's I'm allergic that, to bananas. That's y'all totally dismissed that when I said that. I don't like banana. Pudding. That's huge. I don't like banana. We're pudding. gonna become known for that. I'm who who telling. is Alabama? I don't like banana pudding. It's coming. <laughs> it's about to be all up in your face. All right. So uh, Sunday, let's. Um, yes. Yesterday we uh, wrapped up our series complete during the month of fulfillment, as we talked about hope. <laughs> And we learned about the forest and the trees. You got started with a uh, oh my goodness with a good question yesterday though. What am I looking for in life? Mm. What am I looking for in life? And you introduced the E, um, which I looked up to see her. Do you know who our winner was? Uh, was it Mallory? It was Mallory Jenkins. She Mallory, was the, congr- congratulations. She Mallory. was the first to comment and say uh, eternity. She was the she was the first. There was about three, two, at least two or three others that said eternity, but she okay. she was the first. So. Good, good, good. Yeah, yeah. I would have also taken Eden for that. Yeah. So um, that was uh, that that was the first part of my notes was that, and then verses eighteen t- through twenty four. Don't pattern your life after Esau. Yeah. So catch me up to there. Can you give us a little synopsis or Um well, I mean basically what you have here is you just kind of have the writer of Hebrews just kind of reminding especially the his readers that, you know, this this tendency to fade, this tendency to throw in the towel, a lot of that has to do with the fact that you've given up on what's to come. Yeah. And you kind of give in to what's now. And um I actually did this one time with uh, my student ministry. It was the same concept. Um, I couldn't do it here, you know, but as a student pastor, you can get away with a lot more things. But uh, I did a a similar message on the same uh, text, but it was um, I I walked in. I just said, hey, who wants candy? And I'm just throwing out candy left and right. I had a garbage bag full of candy, of candy bars, chocolate, you just name it. It was in there. I spent a lot of money on that bag. This was a very expensive illustration, by the way. And so I'm passing it out, Kit, and all throughout the message, I'm like, hey, who wants more candy? Like, I just stopped and say, who wants more more candy? I'm throwing it out. And then about five minutes before the message ends, and I'm talking about how things are worth waiting for, that what is better and what is far superior is coming. Um, I had it planned, and, of course, I had some adults helping me, but the – I had ordered pizza for everybody, and he come knocking on the door um, about five minutes before it was over with. And, man, we had hot pizza. Man, they were kids. There was a lot of kids that didn't eat the candy, and they were like, yes, pizza. And then it was so funny. In the middle of the mess, I had one kid that was like, hey, man, if you knew we were going to have pizza, then why'd you give us all this candy? Mm. And I'm like, I'm so glad you asked that question, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, because that's the thing. We fill ourselves up on temporary things and we miss what God, the best that God has for us. And that was kind of the, the mindset here. Esau, 
obviously given up his birthright, gave up his birthright for a, he fed his immediate appetite mm-hmm. and gave up long term. So that's, that's yeah, the quote the that I wrote down, wrote down was he gave up an eternal Eden for a temporary Eden. Yes. That's what you said. Yes. That's I exactly thought that was right. a good line. Mm-hmm. Uh, from there, you transitioned into talking about God shaking things. And the, the word was, is it? Sayo. 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 Sayo, mm-hmm. which means to agitate or cause to tremble or to mm-hmm. disturb. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the good uh, lines that you had there, I thought, was um, God disturbing the order of things is God restoring the order of things. Yes. Yeah. Thought Absolutely. that was good. You talked about it in in uh, in regards to salvation. Yeah, right? salvation. Yeah, because I mentioned that when I met Jesus at eighteen, he was um, he he was not a distraction in my life. I think Jesus, in a lot of ways, for a lot of people who hear the gospel but don't respond to the gospel, I think Jesus is a distraction for a lot of folks because it's it's hard to ignore the gospel when you can hear the full story and what's going on because you can't deny the sin in your own life Mm -hmm. and then when you hear the story that somebody died on the cross for your sin it's like what do you do with that you know you just don't just throw that in the trash Mm -hmm. i think a lot of people just kind of go okay just you know i like the idea of jesus i like the idea of church and for that reason um i am you know, I'm willing to go to church or I'm willing to read my Bible a little bit. or I'm willing to pray a little bit more, you know, and um, and I think all in all, what happens is, is most people um, kind of get distracted with Jesus for a while and then they get off that and go back to to their normal li- life. What I was pointing out was when I turned 18, Jesus was not a distraction in my life. He wasn't just somebody I hung out with for a while. He He was not a distraction. He was a disturbance in the very core and foundation of my life. He rattled my cage, uh, and that disturbance brought about restoration and redemption of my Eden heart, Mm. basically back to God. And that Mm. was was the mindset there. Yeah. Uh, From that point, we got it. That's when we get into our three fill-in-the-blanks, the first Mm -hmm. one being coming from verses 18 through 23. Right. The epicenter. The epicenter of God's shaking, which I, I like, I think I said it in the message. I appreciated you pointing out in the worship about the Israelites and parting of the Red Sea, because I knew I was going to end up talking about the Israelites on Mount Sinai. And that was a pretty scary event for them. Um, Fire, darkness, storms, earthquakes, and, you know, a big warning sign, do not come near the mountain or you will die, you know. And so the whole point of that was to to kind of remind us that we, God has the epicenter of God's shaking of our lives comes from his holiness. It comes from who he is. And what he has done is he's broken down that, that holy of holies. He has, Jesus has Hmm. basically made it to where we can come boldly to the throne. And, uh, and for that reason, we can, we can, we can trust him, we can trust him when he's shaking up things in our lives. Mm-hmm. I think we don't like that. I think a lot of times God is shaking up our lives and we're praying for God to stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and God is really trying to do something else. Yeah. Which is kind of to the second point. Yeah. The second point being the exposing. Uh, you talked about verse 26 and 27, and we should probably say at the, towards the, at the, towards the beginning or at the very beginning of your sermon, you had a, uh, a a visual aid. I you did. had you had a uh, a game. Uh-huh. Remind me what the name of the game is. Find it. Find it. Yeah. Uh, so, you want to you want to explain what it was? It, but it, it, to, it was like a jar of beads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looked like a big canister of uh, 
toppings, you know. Sprinkles, sprinkles ice cream sprinkles. Ice cream, yeah, that's yeah. the best way to yeah. describe it. But it's basically a big canister, and inside this canister are 50 objects that you try to find. They're miniature-sized objects. Right. Um, and then there's all this different confetti, different color confetti-type stuff in, in there. And so all these objects get buried in that confetti, and you have to shake. And there's not a lot of room inside the canister, so you have to, like, spin it, shake it. Mm-hmm. And basically what you're trying to do is unearth some of these objects and you've got a list, there's like 50 of them and you try to mark, see how many you can get within a time frame, you know? Right. And, uh, so yeah, I, you gave that to different people, different in the people audience in the, to try. Yeah, yeah. In the crowd and they mm-hmm. were trying to find objects while you were preaching. Yeah. Not paying attention to the Yeah. Sermon. So the person, in the first service, found, <laughs> exactly. I tell, it's the only time I give you permission not to listen, but the people in the first service, I think they found like 25 and then, uh, the person in the second service found like 40. So that 44, mean, 44. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah. He found a lot. Yeah, he found and a then, lot. uh, the point on it being though, you, you asked, you ask all of them, did you find the penny? Did you find the penny? And this was cool because, uh, did you find the penny? And because you guys had never found it. Mm-mm. And we've then, had it for years and we've never found and it. And you talked about how, when it come to trying to find some of the harder stuff that you guys would like shake it, shake it really hard. Yeah, yeah. Shake it really hard. And the, the point being that, you know, deeper things within us require a more violent shaking, yeah. you know, a heavier, yeah. heavier hand. Yeah. Uh, you know, from God's perspective to mm-hmm. uncover something. But then <laughs> I think you inspired something in Tyson. I don't know what happened. After the service, for anybody who's listening to this, after the service, we're standing around talking. Yes. And, of course, Tyson's over in the corner. Shaking. <laughs> like a mad rabbit. Shaking. The, <laughs> shaking. He was not filled with the Spirit. He, he was shaking. Uh, like shaking the far out of that canister. <laughs> and he finds the penny. Uh, and and here's and here's the crazy thing. Now he took a picture of it. Yeah. The penny revealed itself. I mean, uh, in the history of us owning, when I say we've owned this thing, Ivy was a little girl in her car seat. That's how long mm. we've had this thing, right? And when the penny revealed itself, like, did you see it? Yeah, uh, it was like the edge. It of was it. just the very top edge, yeah. and then it disappeared again. Like we'll probably never see it again. <laughs> it was like a special sighting. Or yeah. something, but anyway. Uh, but the 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 point being, and uh, you know, Tyson sh- shaking the mess out of that thing afterwards kind of even made it even more so. Is that when life gets shaky, God is trying to show you something. He's trying to reveal yes. something to you. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. And then that brought us to our third point, which was the uh, from verses twenty eight and twenty nine, the establishment. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, it's talking about God's unshakable kingdom mm-hmm. there, and. Um, you know, the idea that um, there, you know, everything that we know as reality is really one day going away. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, God has appointed a great earthquake to bring this world to a close, um, kind of a final shaking of the earth and the heavens. And basically someday all this will end. Fallen creation as we know it will we'll move over for something greater and bring in the kingdom of God to its final destination. So, and I pulled that from Isaiah 13 and 24 and Revelation 6. And so, so then, um, can I read this about Piper? I thought that was just strong. No. Okay. No, yeah. <laughs> Is it okay? I mean, go for it. Um, he says, it is so vastly bigger talking about this great earthquake coming that will end all things, the big final shake. It is so vastly bigger than they realize or anybody realizes. Our imaginations cannot conceive of what it will be like. 
when the stars are falling, the skies are rolled up like a scroll and the earth comes out of its foundations and collapses and all the islands and the mountains vanish and there is only God with whom to deal. I just hope and pray that any of you who feel secure and safe outside of Christ would tremble at this thought because you're going to face God someday with nothing to stand on but what was in your heart when the quake came. And so that was kind of the, mm. the premise. It's like when the ground shakes, what matters is which dirt you're standing on. Yeah. You know, what is your foundation? Are you yeah. saying, you know, so I, yeah, the, I resisted the temptation to get into the whole sand, building your house on sand versus rock yeah. thing. The last line I had was the, are you worshiping the an unshakable God or are you worshiping shakable possessions? Possessions, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it just answers to a lot of what you get up for and what you're after. And, um, and I think, I think it's important to know that, you know, you need to answer these hard questions. Is God the end of all your longings? Is he your treasure or is the world your treasure? Is he your portion or is the world your portion? You know? And I think, I mean, so that this whole message was really about, you know, okay. Um, you think you know reality. Really, I, I started thinking about this series. We could have called it Reality Check instead of Complete, but it really is a reality check on what you think is reality versus what God is about to bring mm. as a full reality. So, And then I think at the end, my favorite thing was just, you know, that we all need to understand that everything that we know is giving way to something more amazing like tears are going to give way to joy pain will give way to peace death will give way to life and jesus will recreate everything yeah Yeah. i think a lot of people just think okay well this is going away and god's going to bring in you know heaven with baby angels and and Mm -hmm. harps and bows and all this kind of stuff and clouds but people don't understand god he is going to recreate everything like even the trees are going to look different. Like I mean, everything's going to be different. And so, so I, I guess ultimately at the end, um, I wanted to be able to say what your heart, what your heart longs for, mm-hmm. and you know that Eden heart, that heart that wants to get back to what we had lost in the garden. What your heart longs for is coming. Yeah, and, and that's what, the hope. Um, so this is just kind of like side note. Uh, I don't know if y'all have seen this, but there's like this um this guy that's on uh i've seen it on tiktok or whatever but this guy has this like ai don't tiktok i know but china don't own us this has to do with the message (laughs) um sorry so this so this guy on tiktok owns like he, he created like this artificial artificial intelligence thing that um he he will like input a bible verse into it and then it will output like a painting. Oh, I've seen that. But that's a, uh, yeah, that technology was created for um, the, basically uh, you can describe anything yeah. and it will create a piece of art. Yes. Yeah. And then so, that guy took it and used it for Bible. So, last, so, so yesterday you're talking about all this stuff like, mm. you know, the, the, the end of things and like, you know, pain will give way to life right. and all this kind of stuff. And last night I'm sitting on the couch and just kind of like thinking through everything that, you know, in the message and just all around a good Sunday. And that comes across my feed and it's, he's in revelation. Okay. And it's super cool. And obviously like it's, you can't really put 
true like you got to take it for what it is it's it's a computer trying to you know exactly. so so you so just take it with a grain of salt but i was scrolling through all these things of like he was in genesis and in revelation hmm. just inputting these verses and making it like you know translate and it would translate it into a painting and i just remember sitting there even just looking at these little art pieces like man this is insane and just like in awe and wonder and like i could not like i couldn't fall asleep thinking about it it took me a while mm. to fall asleep last night and just talking about and you even just you even talked about like the awe of god is uh mm. you said horror and something respect what, respect mm. yeah and just um it's and just, not what we think it is right and just dreaming about that you know when that day comes and so anyways it was just side note but it was a real super cool thing so hmm. Tell us about some of that worship sauce from yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Saucy. yeah, we brought it. Um, so we did, uh, we started out with my testimony, um, just singing about what God's done for us, brought us from death to life. Yeah. Um, and then we went into a song that we've done before, but haven't done in a while called Egypt. Um, and it's kind of a bridge between, you know, like what God did with the Israelites, breaking them out of bondage and what he's done for us. Mm. He stepped into our Egypt, took us by the hand and led us into the promised land. Um, and then saying, uh, right before the message saying one of my favorites, hands down King of Kings. Yeah. Um, yeah. man, that song just gets me singing straight through the gospel, singing about Jesus as King over everything and then after the message we did a song called uh it's 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 been around a while but it's the first time we've ever done it here called mm -hmm. jesus firm foundation where you know you had just talked about we're receiving this kingdom that will not be shaken and mm -hmm. so just talking about jesus our firm foundation so it was mm -hmm. it was really good mm. yeah who sings that song uh it's actually a conglomerate is that the right word uh a group of yeah uh mike donahy from 10th avenue north mac powell is on it um third the, day the guy from uh casting crowns mark hall is on it uh mandisa i think is on it and that's what i'm talking about and mm. stephen curtis chapman have y'all heard the new toby mac album no i don't listen to i music. didn't think he was still you know, making music i don't listen to music. <laughs> somebody gave me a gift card to go buy that like what? Yeah, somebody gave me a gift card and they said, "Hey, I gave you this money because I want you to go buy the Toby Mac album." Man, it's so amazing. And so, like they they gave you a gift card with instructions on what. <laughs> here's well, a gift here's card what he said. He said, "Here's it. money," because he had already told me to go buy the that album. And then he said, "Here's money to go buy that album or whatever the birthday boy wants." Is what he you said. You know, I'm a big but, fan of gift cards, but at the same time, I, I'm I'm. Sorry, I'm I'm sidetracking here. Yeah. I'm a fan of gift cards, but I, it, it, at the same time, gift cards are weird because it's like, okay, <laughs> say somebody wants to give you twenty five dollars, and it's yeah. like, okay, I took this twenty five dollars and I made it <laughs> to where it was only good at this place. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's essentially what a gift card does. <laughs> yes, so it's, a, it's like here's it's kind if of the Apple same thing. don't have it. Yeah, you don't get it. It's yeah. like. $25 and you have to spend it at Best Buy. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Unless they know you love a certain place and they're like, he, he he's there right. all the time. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm always a proponent of Amazon because they have everything. Yeah. But, um, you know, that's, anyway. that, that was my favorite thing. People writing checks to the church, you know, and like in the little line, it's like, this is what it's for. 
Yeah. You know? Well, are, that, that it just, all, I don't know why it's like <laughs> gift so cards are weird to me. This in my is way. for the flowers. Although I am a fan of gift cards because I would prefer still, okay, you narrowed down my choice, but at least I still get to pick out what. But home, yeah. whoever you're talking about took it a whole step further. <laughs> he, and did, like, he did. You got to go here well, and you got to buy this. <laughs> I don't think that's what he meant, but I feel you. I feel I you. I miss it. No, <laughs> no he, you want to know who it was? Yeah. I'll tell you who it was. It was Wally. Dude, that oh, was my first guess. Well, now I, I was feel thinking bad. in my head. Now the you whole feel time. bad, right? Now Wally's bad. probably going to be listening to this podcast. Because Wally be had like, hey. he, he, wouldn't have said it if he wasn't thinking yes. that he had some kind of intention behind it. Well, so. you know, Wally's Mr. Boost. Like, he's all encouraging. He's encouraging. He's, all, yes, he's just amazing. And he wanted me to, because, you know, the album was about Toby Mac's son that he lost. Yeah. You know? See, man, he y'all make me from, feel bad all the way around. Yeah, see, now you need to repent. Mm. Sorry, Wally. Is the Lord shaking you up like that? Mm. I'm sorry. So, Wally's an encourager, and I'm, he is. I'm a discourager, I guess. <laughs> I'm sure that's a gift somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but I oh thought it was goodness. I thought it was a pretty good Sunday. Y'all both y'all yeah. both did a good job. Well thank you. I heard the coffee was on point, but I don't the know. The coffee was on point. <laughs> I will say I will say it took you a minute to get to get when my microphone broke. It it did take I was a gone. Yeah. I was gone. I was I was I was out of pocket. Yeah. I was yeah. I was elsewhere. Yeah. So yeah. I felt yeah. like I was speaking in NASCAR because that thing kept falling down. I'd pull it up and I'd get loud again. So it was like, Wait, that's how my voice is up. <laughs> it's pretty bad. I was like, hey, it's broke. I need one. I need a wireless. Mm. But Love it. All good right. Sunday. Good Sunday. we got a lot of, a lot of good stuff coming up. And- yes. Uh, so this, this coming Sunday, we have one service. So this se- September 4th, we have one service yes. at 1030 a.m. here at High Point. Tell and, everybody what we're going to have yeah. special. So we've got our team from that just recently got back from Uganda is going to be sharing with us everything that – uh, that went on there and all the all the amazing stuff that's happened with them on a personal level, but also just the ministry that's happening there yeah. on the ground in Uganda. So definitely don't want to miss that. It's going to be a really, really awesome time. So make mm. sure you're here Sunday, this this coming Sunday, September 4th, uh, 1030 a.m., one service. Yes, right. yes. And come to the game Friday night. You might see my son get ejected again. <laughs> and... Uh, Is it another other end? Go of nowhere? jackets is what I say. <laughs> Go the, jackets. Uh, is it the other end of nowhere again? Right. It's a, well. I had somebody give me a pair of shorts this weekend. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. I had somebody give me a pair of shorts. I don't know why, but somebody gave me a pair of shorts, and because that's what. And it was do. a. It was my alma mater. It was they their door bulldog shorts. Okay. So what kind of what kind of reaction am I going to get if I wear those to a corner game? <laughs> I wouldn't do that. I don't know. I wouldn't do that. I think your I think your Bulldogs are waiting until they play corner before they finally get their win, right? Yeah. Hey, there's they come out of the gate playing some. We need to do oh, a high, that's a high that's school. a gauntlet. That's they a gauntlet. did. They they mm-hmm. they've they've had to play some stiff competition right I didn't out of the gate. Realize Aniana was four A like that. I don't know what A they are, but they're good. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, it's good right. stuff. Well, y'all got anything else? Mm, congratulations, Roy McIlroy, eighteen million dollars. <clears throat> I don't watch golf until he goes to the Live Golf Tournament. Does it make y'all mad that I don't I don't watch golf and I ain't play golf? But I go out there and hit up half a bucket of range balls and beat both y'all. I bet you. Uh, y'all don't seem convinced. Sounds like a challenge. <laughs> Sounds Y'all like don't seem convinced. I bet I'm pretty good. Watch out! I'm pretty good. <laughs> My wife's granddad built a golf course. I'm pretty good. Look, 
<laughs> Which one are you talking about? My the, wife's granddad built a golf course. You talking about the one that looks like No, a, man, that one, the, my wife's granddad built a golf course. I'll beat you on some golf. <laughs> Not on the driving range. No, all I on need the is course a, you would. No, all I need is a half a bucket of balls. Now get back in shape. Hey, I can light it up on a driving range. <laughs> well, <laughs> anybody can. It's on the course. Top nice. golf. Yeah, we were playing top golf. That's right. I want. I, you know what I do want to do that I haven't. Done <laughs> I want to end this podcast in a long <laughs> time. <laughs> is I haven't. I want to play in one of those glow tournaments again. I, I I the last time I played one of those, it was so fun. I want to do that again. I hadn't done that um, in a long time. You know, there's a big push right now for night golf. That's come. what I'm talking about. No, that's glow golf. Night golf is like under like stadium yeah, lights. Yeah, stadium lights. Oh, yeah. There, yeah. There's a big push for that right now. They used to have one of those. Maybe they still do. It was in Destin, Florida. Yeah. It was called Pitch and Putt. No, and it was that's like not a, what it's yeah. called. Well, the one in Destin was called Pitch and Putt because I used to play it when not I was not anymore. Uh, well, they. I'm <laughs> telling you, there was a thing called Pitch and Putt, and they. Uh, but it was like it was. Don't it, say that too fast. It wasn't. It was, even it was a, a par three. Yeah, it was a par three, but it was real short par three. Like yes. you, you could hit pitch and wedge to everything, yeah, or less. So you got there with a pitch and wedge, same wedge, and a putter, and just yeah, yeah. tear it up. I played. Hey, you know what? You know what? One critique we get on this podcast is that we talk about too much guy stuff. Mm. Like I, I had a female tell me they were like, "It just sounds like I'm listening to a bunch of guys in a locker room," and so I'm like, "Well." What 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 could we? Oh, what could we? T- <laughs> I'm gonna get in trouble if I say. Yeah, that. I need to. <laughs> no, I'm just saying we probably need to. I mean, but hey, in golf, what'd you cook for breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> I don't What's snack. your favorite? I'm, I'm so I'm sorry. I apologize. Blake Wingo at What's your gmail dot com. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> What's your favorite bread for a sandwich? <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Kidding. I'm, oh my goodness! We're gonna get in so much trouble. We are, we are. But hey, I'm just telling you, golf is a female sport. Can we? It is. Can we well. make? Can we make a commitment that we, within the next two episodes, two episodes, we'll have a female guest on Sunday Gravy? Done. Let's do it. <laughs> Matt's like, I'm not, I'm not committing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it and within the next two episodes. Either next episode or the one after. Okay, done. Let's do it. All right. We need to have more guests. We do need to have more guests. So either next episode or the one after, we will have a female guest on Sunday Gravy. Done. All right. Done. Let it be. (laughs) (laughs) Sunday Gravy.